<laughs> All right, crew, how old are you? Six. Okay. In your life, <laughs> what would you want to do? Probably be a scientist or a ninja. All right, Blake, how old are you? I'm nine. What do you want to be when you grow up? When I grow up, I want to be a preacher. Okay. And, like, own the church. Would you think of yourself as an entrepreneur then? Yes, if I own the church. Okay. Why do you want to be an entrepreneur and be a preacher? Because I want to spread God's word. That's good. And I want to own multiple churches, not just one. We'll start with one and expand that one, and then we'll have more churches later on. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to, like, move around and, like, travel a a bit when you're um, working and not just traveling to sit in an office for 24 hours. Welcome back, everyone. If you are just tuning in to this episode, episode lucky number 13, but you haven't listened to episode 10, stop here and go back and listen to that one. It's part one of this two-part series, so this episode might be a little strange to you. You could also tune into episodes 11 and 12 to really get the full story about this personal development topic, but at the very least, check out episode 10. It's about a course I stumbled upon in April of 2019 that reignited my passion for doing what I do which is helping women feel empowered to make their health a top three priority in their lives. And then in doing so, their business improves as well as their relationships. Today, we have a special guest, my husband. And as you've already heard, two cameos by my two oldest boys, two of four. That little clip from my boys is all you'll actually get for today. I just love hearing their voices recorded. And Casey and I are both working really hard to encourage our kids to be whoever and whatever they want to be. So maybe I'll bring them back for more in later episodes. As I was editing today's episode, I realized just how much I suck at accepting compliments. I mean, my husband says some of the nicest things about the personal changes he's seen in me in this last year. And I seriously, without even thinking, just glaze over it and don't fully accept his acknowledgement. So I realize that this is something that I'm working on, and so I wanted to make sure that he and you guys knew just how grateful I am for his unconditional love and his never-ending support for all of my crazy ideas. Without him, I seriously would not be the person I am today. So babe, I hope that you're listening to this and know how much I appreciate every single thing that you do for me and our family. So I am really excited for you guys to hear this episode today. Casey is a very analytical, skeptical, upfront person when it comes to, well, I guess pretty much everything, but you'll hear just how much he supports me and sometimes my costly decisions. Taking my quote unquote maternity leave time this last year to work on some personal development, which ultimately actually resulted in more business ideas, felt a little selfish but it filled me up in more ways than I can even explain. In this episode, I asked Casey for his honest opinion about what it was like to be around me as I was learning and growing through my first ever online course and mentorship by someone who I truly admired and valued. 
So listen in today, hear his take on what this last year was like as I obsessed over this program and the coaching opportunity I was a part of. Hey there, it's Jenna Kutcher, the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I am so excited that you're hearing my voice right now because that means you're tuning in to Natalie's new podcast, Fit for Business. Natalie Jean's desire to serve others through her business is admirable, and what led her to being selected as a top 1% student of mine and she got to receive some specialized coaching. I am so, so excited that her voice is out in the world and that you, my friend, are tuning in today. Are you ready? Enjoy. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a busy entrepreneur, mom to four boys, wife to a SWAT sniper, and I have been gifted the task to spread the message about the impact your health plays on every area of your life. When you put your fitness and nutrition as a top three priority in your life, Every single area improves, including your business bottom line. Join me as I interview some amazing women and gain insight into their health journeys, their struggles, their setbacks, and how you can overcome your own. So just wanted to paint like what the picture looked like at the start of 2019. So about this time last year, uh, for the most part, I had been home. Uh, which was pretty much the first time ever as a stay-at-home mom um, with four kids because with all the other kids, I went back to work after six weeks. So I was mostly stay-at-home. I did go into the gym a few hours every week, and but basically I was home a lot. So Casey, what do you remember as you think back to this time last year? So a year ago, I remember just the busyness of our lives, just being busy all the time. And this isn't new uh, to, to us a year ago. I mean, we had already had three kids before Ty, but with Ty being our fourth, we also had a one-year-old, a five and an eight-year-old being busy and being tired and just thinking that it was my role to help you out as much as I could with the newborn and just try to maintain sanity while working a tough job and working you know, full time and coming home and having kids and trying to help out as much as I could. Uh, being a good husband and dad through all that, just being exhausted. <laughs> so looking back then, I know you don't remember this date specifically as I write this down and we were preparing for this, but April 30th, it was a Tuesday last year. And this is what I remember is it was a day that I was home with the littles, the bigs were at school and kind of like any other day that was um, happening in our lives, you would get home and either I would um, go to work or I would, you know, some take some time away or whatever. So Ty was five and a half months old, Kate just barely over two. Uh, so you got off work, you came home and I said, I was going to go to a quiet coffee shop cause I was going to tune into this free life training that Jenna Kutcher had talked about on her podcast. And it was going to be with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. So with that, do you have, do you remember that day or any initial thoughts that you had about, um, me like leaving the house with you alone with the four kids, and to go off to do this training, does any of this ring a bell to you or was it just kind of a time in our lives where we didn't really know what was going on? It was just taking one moment at a time. Well, I do seem to recall this moment and a couple things stood out. Like, first of all, you don't even drink coffee. So I thought <laughs> that was a code for 
I'm going to go to the bakery and eat pastries. <laughs> but really what I thought it was you just telling me that you needed some time for yourself and you're going to go spend some time to yourself, which, you know, at the, at the least you deserved, right? With all the, the kids at home. Uh, and I know that days can get long when you're home with all the kids. So I thought, yeah, she wa- she needs some time for herself and I can support that. I think this so Ty was Ty was small and you were you were nursing him and like you're fully involved and focused in, on that but also at this time you were really focused on your own personal growth and you had found or become addicted to maybe podcasts and just gathering as much information and devouring information about personal growth and business and entrepreneurship as you could so you told me you were going to go to this training as with Dean and Tony and I wasn't really familiar with like the like the providers of this training, but that what didn't matter to me. I was just, yeah, I thought you should go and you deserve to be able to go do what you want for a while. And I was on board. Awesome. And I always appreciate that support. And especially after you've worked a long days and coming home to four crazy kids and a newborn. Uh, so I remember that I felt like I was gone for a long time. So at this time in our lives, I was usually only gone for maybe an hour or two tops because I was nursing Ty, like you said, and also leaving one parent with the four kids was always something that was just risky and patience and everything like that. So I remember though coming home saying that the training hadn't even ended all the way, but that I did get value out of watching it and that I told you they were selling a program, which probably wasn't too much of a surprise because it's Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi and their sales guys. But I remember saying kind of like nonchalantly, like, oh, yeah, well, and I bought it. And I remember <laughs> being like, oh, well, that's cool. Like, how much was it? I was a little nervous to explain what the pricing was, but I led with the fact that, uh, oh, well, it's, you know, 30 day money back guarantee. So I'm going to just, you know, go all in for 30 days and, I need to, you know, get money back, then we can totally do that. And that's, I think, kind of when I spilled the beans that I put on our credit card, uh, you know, a charge for $2,000. So with that, was there anything going through your mind as far as like the cost or what this training thing was? Or um, was I just like crazy hormonal and making Un, um, uneducated decisions like what was going through your mind uh pur- purchasing the training i could tell that this was important to you like i was skeptical like probably very skeptical like i'm generally a skeptical person i think but i i could just tell that it was important and i wanted to support you in that like first and foremost um, I think that at the time you had purchased some training for the gym and like by the time the training came around, you weren't even interested in going anymore. So I think that probably like added to my skepticism. Um, but with a, the money back guarantee, I like secretly opened my phone and set a reminder <laughs> to collect our money back per the guarantee at like a 28 day mark or something like that. Which I'm glad you didn't actually tell me at that time because <laughs> I probably would have well, I don't know. Maybe if you would have told me, I would have been like, well, I'll show him. <laughs> well, yeah, but like what I just remember saying, like, this is this is an opportunity to support you in this. Like th- you you were going way beyond your comfort zone and spending money like that because you're not a spender. You're not frivolous when really in any realm. So when you purchase something, I, I know that you've evaluated it and you find a value in it. You're not wasteful or yeah. anything like that. So I'll 
stat told me that this was important to you and I could support you. And if it was, if it was going to cost me $2,000 to support you in this, like that would be worth it. Just, just to, just to back you up and to, to be on your side. So that's what I was planning on doing. I think like, I don't know what it comes down to it. Like I'm a skeptical person though. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to have a backup plan. Like I just like the support thing was a big thing for you. And like just how much I could tell that like you were excited about it and it was important and you found value in it. I agree though. Like I think with the, you know, I was skeptical too. And in the 30 day money back guarantee was really what I think allowed me to, to pull the trigger or really pull the credit card and put that on there. So I knew though, like I was like, okay, I've got 30 days and I'm, I think you're, well, I think I'm more of the type to not return things. Like if we buy something from Costco and it didn't turn out the way that we wanted or the salad went bad and it was $3.99, like I'm not one to go back to Costco and be like, here, I need to return this. Like I just don't return things. So I know like with spending something like this, I was like, okay, I need to get full value out of it. So I dove right into the program. Um signing up under Jenna Kutcher, she was uh, offering like her coaching services, which I really didn't know what that meant. So I just started. And um, even though I was in a Facebook community with her, you know, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, probably like many other people are. So you could belong to like 500 Facebook groups and never really interact in any of them. So I really wasn't thinking a whole lot out of what I was going to get out of her group. So I said, I'm just going to dive into this course and do what I can. But once Jenna kind of jumped into that group, I realized that her support and her encouragement was actually going to be the thing that gets me most motivated and taking action. And then, of course, she provides some kind of incentive and I'm super competitive. So I started to be started to think like, oh, gosh, like I really want to be all in. I want to win this. Her incentive was around, you know, being engaged with the group and actually making progress within the program and that she was going to have a leaderboard every week. And so I wanted so bad to be on that leaderboard. She was going to it was going to be a leaderboard of 10 and she had nearly a thousand students in the group. So. I was pretty much going to live in the group. So this basically meant I was going to be on my phone on social media, like all the time. So based on your perspective, like, what was that like? Was it any different or did you feel like I was like constantly on my phone (laughs) or like from your perspective? All right. So constantly on your phone, maybe, but (laughs) like, I've never seen you dive into something so hard wholeheartedly um it was like every spare moment that you had you were checking updating listening or thinking about something that you were you're you're processing on from online from the course or or from the group as soon as you would have like the kids down for bed you would you would sit down you're already exhausted from the kids and but you would you would just like sit down get your computer out and get after it and you're really like diving deep into the information and processing it. Like it wasn't like you were just flipping through and reading stuff. Like you were making connections with people and getting involved in the, the community aspect of it and just really getting to know people and, and, and build bonds and the community, like pushing people forward, like kind of like the rising tide raises all ships kind of thing is what I saw going on with you. Like you were a part of something bigger than you and you, and you wanted it to go as far as you could help possibly help it go and that you saw that you were making a difference 
and you were a part of something that was bigger than you and you really just just got on board in a way I'd never seen you get on board with anything before. Um, I do think that sometimes I got frustrated because it did look like you were just messing around on your phone sometimes. <laughs> like, like look at you, like, is she like working? Is she on a group or is she just flipping through Facebook again? But like, it turned out that that was never the case. Like you were, you were really like focused in a way that I hadn't seen before. And I'd seen you focus on a lot of things before in the past. So it was pretty impressive. I think with Jenna's incentive and the leaderboard, like I was really, I became obsessed with it. And, but I think the exciting thing that actually like transpired was that, um, like you said, it's just bigger than myself. And the way that like the week, the first week came out and I wasn't on the leaderboard, the second week came out and I wasn't on the leaderboard and I was like so discouraged. But at the same time, I remember telling myself like, Nat, put on your big girl panties and like keep working, like keep <laughs> driving. It's okay to laugh <laughs> because for me, like if I don't like, if I'm like, like I could e- easily give up and be like, oh my gosh, out of a thousand students and week one, week two, and even week three, and I still hadn't made the leaderboard. I was like, well, I guess just after the first week and maybe the second week I where I was discouraged, but that's when I told myself, put my, put those big girl panties on to just like keep going. That um, you just got after it. I mean, that's, that's all there's to it. Like there, you saw value in the program. You were enjoying it. Uh, there was a goal that you set for yourself and you want to attain and you, you went after it in a way with like such tenacity that was just inspiring and impressive where the mindset shift happened was that like the way that I feel like I ended up getting on that leaderboard was providing value to the other people in the group. Like it was easy. It was quote unquote easy for me to post something like, you know, Oh, this was my takeaway or this is what um, I've done as a result of what I learned in the program. But where I think I ended up on the leaderboard was the engagement and the value I provided to other people by encouraging them if they were struggling. And I think that helped me too, because like they were the same things that I was struggling with, but to, you know, they always say like teach things that you need to learn yourself because you'll learn it much better and faster. I don't know what the saying is, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. (laughs) So I would take it upon myself that when I felt like I wasn't qualified to help someone Uh and I would actually help them and then in turn, like it was helping me. So it was pretty awesome. Like on that fourth and final week, I did get on that leaderboard, which then meant I got to be in a coaching call with the nine other people with Jenna to put us in like a hot seat where we could ask our one question that we needed help with. And um, we would all listen in on everyone's hot seat questions. And then I could have Jenna literally like coach me one-on-one. So it was pretty cool. But like that leaderboard, I don't know if it was a competition part of it or the added adding value to other people in the group or just the like the reflected value that you're getting out of it. But like it it brought out like a perseverance and drive in you that I hadn't seen before. Like I knew it was there because I'd seen you do so many other things that require that that exact type of tenacity and drive. Um, I talked about it before, like the motor you have is something that I lack completely and just, you never stop going when you set your mind on something. And I just hadn't seen it like manifest itself like that before. And that's saying a lot. I think when I like the context I have to compare it to are like training for half Ironmans, training for marathons, training for fitness competitions, 
Like these aren't easy things that you do like on a regular basis, but like the way you applied yourself to this was with more fervor than anything I'd seen before. And that's what was really impressive to me. Oh, thanks. You can keep talking. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, I think just as a result of KBB, I've, I was able to see these other women and a couple men like actually implement things and do workshops and create businesses and landing pages and websites and all this stuff. So uh, for me, as a result of a KBB, I personally launched an in-person workshop where I was able to help other women discover where what their deepest desires and their biggest dreams were and using their superpowers to at least take the next step. I also led a course collaboration group of nine other KBB women, and we were each contributing our own unique content to an online course. I led a Fit for Business mastermind group, as well as other business accountability groups, um, just to help the other women move things forward in their business, their fitness, and their lives. So, and that's all a result of what I learned in KBB and the confidence that being in the group with Jenna and the other people uh, really provided for me. So with all of that, that just happened probably in the last nine months for you, Casey, where do you envision things to go from here? And not necessarily like just where do you see like this business going and taking off, but like us as a couple, as us, as a family of six in this next year, or even maybe by the end of 2020, what things do you see happening in our lives as a result of just the last, you know, nine months of being immersed in a culture that is new and different for me and obviously then in turn for for us? I think that the next year or nine months, 2020 is really going to be amazing. I think it's an exciting time for you and your growth here, just because I think your growth has just begun. I think you've come a really long way, but I think over the next few months or next nine months or so, uh, what I see happening is that you will refine your efforts and in a way that lets you focus more on your strengths and maximize your results, leveraging those strengths that you've been developing over the last year. And you've and you've realized what your superpowers are, what your strengths are, what ways you can add value to other people's lives. And it seems like you've almost received from from being a part of KBB the confidence to deliver on those strengths. It's like it's almost like you've received permission. Like you had these strengths before and you utilize them somewhat. But now that you've been fully immersed in this culture for the last year, like you you really feel like you've got the green light to just go out there and really help people in a way that'll change their lives. And I think that as you continue to do this, you'll really be able to hone your skills and pinpoint like the the specifics on what you can help people do and really change their lives in a big way and change yours as well. Yep. Changing lives. Uh, last question then, when you retire in six years, what do you hope for our family, even outside of KBB, like just in general? Uh, for our family in six years, I just hope to be able to do whatever I please with my time. Like I hope to have the freedom to do whatever I want with it and not be trading hours for dollars and just want to spend the time with my family on whatever we are interested in at that point um, and grow as a family. We'll still have 
four kids under the age of 16. I just want to invest my time in them instead of invest it in money-making activities. Not that I won't try to be making money in some way at that point, but I want to have the option to do that if I choose to and not feel obligated to. Yeah. Are we going to live in another country for a year? Sounds good. (laughs) I'm in. I think that uh, through the contacts you've made in the last year, we have some international friends who can uh, help us pick a spot. Deal. Well, guys, I hope you see just how amazing my support system is. For sure, I am definitely one of the lucky ones. But if you find yourself feeling like your spouse doesn't understand your dreams or your friends and family just convince you that the job you have is the safest and surest road to life, but you just feel different, I promise you there is a community out there waiting to welcome you with wide open arms. As accepting and wonderful as my family and friends have been, the community of like-minded women and a few men that I found through Jenna's mentorship program was the one single thing that helped me to take action and move the needle in my business and life the most. So if being a part of a community like this intrigues you, head on over to jennacutcher.com slash KBB and check out this opportunity. And know that I don't get any commission for referring you. I'm just a raving fan turned success story of Jenna's leadership. So go to jennacutcher.com forward slash KBB. And I hope I see you in this group. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Fit for Business podcast. My hope is that you take some tips and nuggets, things that resonated with you in today's episode, and apply it to your personal health journey. I'm Natalie Jean, and I'll see you next week.